Hello and welcome to Bought at a Price podcast. My name is Hannah. Merry Christmas. I can't believe we have technically made it. As of the time I'm recording this episode, Christmas is tomorrow. And you know what? There couldn't be a better time to record an episode on love because Jesus is the reason for the Christmas season, and He is the reason that we are able to love even the most difficult people in our lives. And that's what we're going to talk about today, loving those difficult people that are in your life. Loving people in general, it can be hard, but boy, it's one of the most rewarding things that you can do. But as I know you know, it all depends on the people in your life. And if your life is anything like mine, you've got plenty of difficult people in it who can make loving them hard. But have you ever wondered how Jesus managed to love all of the difficult people in his life? The New Testament is full of people who, by our definitions, were kind of hard to deal with. So today we're going to answer that, how do I love difficult people question, by looking at how Jesus showed unconditional love to all of the difficult, hard-to-love people in his life. First, though, we're going to define love so that we better understand what the Bible says about how to love. We've got a Bible study guide that you can either push pause and grab now to complete as you're going through the episode, or you can grab it, save it for later, and spend time with the Holy Spirit answering the questions on loving difficult people. So, defining love. Love is a word that we tend to toss about pretty loosely. I love this food. I love that sweater. I love your lipstick. Tomorrow being Christmas, there's all sorts of things that you are going to unwrap and pull out of stockings, and the word love is sure to just come flying out of your mouth one gift after another. We love a lot of stuff, but Do we understand what it is to love like God loves? Do we know how God even defines love? It's important that we know this because loving as God loves and as Jesus did isn't all that easy. Francis Chan said, he measures our lives by how we love. Let me repeat that again. He measures our lives by how we love. And Francis Chan is right. As children of God, our lives should be lived as an offering poured out to God because of the love that he has poured into us. 1 John 4, 8 tells us that God is love. Love is the very nature of God and everything that he does flows from his love. Since creation, God's wanted relationship with his people. He loves you and I so much that from the beginning of time, he had a perfect plan to ensure that sin wouldn't derail our relationship with him. He bridged the gap sin causes with Jesus. And Jesus is the complexly simple way that God defines love. 
Love isn't something words can describe. So God sent his son, Jesus, to earth to live as a man and die. Why? So that we both understand and never be separated from his love. God is love, and Jesus is the living definition of how God defines love. It's what John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Jesus' life defines love and how we're to love the difficult, the unlovable, well, how we're to love everyone. Now, we're going to see how Jesus showed some unconditional love to some difficult people in his lives. But I want you to promise me something first. Would you ask the Holy Spirit to help you put these next three things we're going to talk about into action? Because no matter how amazing you are, you can't love like Christ loved without the Holy Spirit's help. So, unconditional love in action. Before we dive into Jesus' examples on loving difficult people, I want you to take a minute and look in the mirror. Grab your phone, push the camera, face it at you. Take a good hard look at yourself. Because believe me when I tell you, I had to look in the mirror myself. When's the last time you were difficult or hard to love? When's the last time that you were selfish, stubborn, pushy, bossy, or anything but selfless and loving? Because if you're like me, this happens way more often than we'd honestly like to admit. Being lovable isn't an easy feat. So while you're reading through this next section, remember the last time that you were difficult to love and how you'd have wanted someone to love you in that moment. Don't forget to grab that Bible study guide. Link's in the show note. All right. Number one, asking questions. The New Testament is peppered with interactions Jesus had with the Pharisees. And let me tell you something, those were some difficult people to deal with. They were totally following Jesus around with one intent only, to catch him doing something wrong so that he, they could get him in trouble. I saw, They were like tailgating him all the way through the New Testament. Do you have someone like that in your life? Someone whose only agenda appears to be getting you in trouble? Write down what you know about their life, not what they do to you, what you know about them, their life. In Matthew 9, verses 1 through 17, you find three different vignettes where Jesus is loving people and the Pharisees are right there trying to get him in trouble. And in each situation, Jesus replies by asking a question, not defending himself and not explaining why he's right. No, instead, he asked questions he knew that they could answer. Correctly answering would also explain the what and why he did and why everyone else should do the same. What questions could you ask the next time a difficult person tries to make you feel uncomfortable? Prayerfully write a few questions out based on what you know, those things I just asked you to write down, about each difficult person in your life. Then 
Spend a few minutes praying for those people, but don't pray that God would stop them from causing you trouble. Instead, pray that they would recognize Him and that He would use you to reveal His love to them. You love difficult people by asking questions that challenge their heart. So if asking questions is something that you struggle with, I've got two episodes in the show notes that are all about asking questions. Willingly adjust is our second lesson from Jesus. Maybe you've got people who are constantly needing stuff from you, constantly asking you questions, busting in on your conversations, or just never respecting your personal space. Sometimes the difficult people could be like the Canaanite woman who kept pestering Jesus in Matthew 15, verses 21 through 28. I think Jesus understands what you're dealing with. The Pharisees were always doing this to him, and so were other people like this Canaanite woman. People always wanted things from Jesus, and they always wanted to be around him. Could you blame them? And while this is actually a really, really, really good thing, it's interesting to see Jesus appearing, keyword there, appearing to ignore her and his disciples. Jesus had just finished talking with a crowd of people, and I bet he was tired and caught up in what he and his disciples had been doing. It's easy to get so caught up in our to-do list, even when they involve doing God's, you know, the things that God has asked us to, that we might miss the needs right in front of us. While we might miss needs in front of us. Jesus, he didn't miss this woman's need. I think he timed things. Well, I know he timed things perfectly. He is God after all. So that we all could learn a lesson, the Canaanite woman included. And when you read through those passages, the lessons that you see are when you have a need, don't stop pursuing God. And even when we feel ignored, trust that God hears. And number three, adjust your plans and ask God to show you the true needs of others. So would you take a moment and ask God to show you the needs of the hard to love, difficult people in your life? Because loving others involves willingly adjusting your priorities to lovingly meet their needs. And third, walking away in Luke 4:16 to 30 we find Jesus at the synagogue the church back in those days in his hometown and he had just read from the a passage in Isaiah and immediately after the people were quote unquote speaking well of him it says in Luke and amazed at what he'd said we'd say they'd loved what Jesus had said but they weren't showing true love Two small paragraphs later, their love turned vile. Luke 4.29 says, They got up, drove him out of town, and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built, in order to throw him down the cliff. (laughs) To what? With one breath, they were all lovey-dovey and praising Jesus, and the next, trying to throw him off of a cliff. I know that we don't go that far when we have difficult to love people in our lives. That was a horrible, difficult situation to try and show love in. And a a group of like super duper difficult people, 
I don't know that any of us would know how to respond to something like that. But you see, Jesus, he didn't argue. He didn't try to justify his stance. He didn't try to convince him that he was right. Nope. He did nothing but walk away. In Luke 4.30, it says he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. Sometimes we've got to do the same, but there's a catch. We can't walk away from people unless the Holy Spirit told us that's what we're supposed to do. Sometimes we love people by walking away, not arguing, not justifying, but biting our tongue, walking away, and asking the Lord to show us how to love those people. Sometimes circumstances just require silence and removing yourself. So thinking about those difficult people in your life right now, and I want you to think about, you know, maybe, you know, over the holidays, we spend a lot of time with people. And I always hear people talking about, oh, I don't want to be around this one or that one. And what am I going to do about this? And they're always going to say that. And they make me feel like this. Sometimes loving difficult people involves lovingly walking away. You know, there's a million other lessons we could learn from how Jesus dealt with difficult people. But those three were all that God wanted me to share with you, kind of. There's one final love lesson I want you to leave with, and that's unexpectant love. God's love means He continually loves and pours Himself out for us because we're His. You are God's, and because of that, He'll never stop listening to, providing for, comforting, or forgiving you. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave. And Romans 5.8 says, But God shows His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus is how God defines love, and we learn to love others by following the examples Jesus set. Loving like Jesus loved means we love others and expect nothing in return. It means that you and I purposefully, actively, and lovingly sacrifice our wants and desires to share God's love with others. You're God's hands and feet. He has chosen you and called you the temple of God. He's made you the Spirit's dwelling place. Why'd He do that? One big reason is because He wants you to reflect and demonstrate His love so that the watching world can see what true love is. Would you ask the Holy Spirit to help you live this out? Loving others isn't easy. We just saw this in Jesus' three love examples. Loving difficult people is hard, and it can't be done without the Holy Spirit's power working through us. So how can you lovingly ask questions, willingly adjust, and walk away if needed? Until next time, remember, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me.
Galatians 2.20. God bless.